Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Life Study emphasizes the capital L life that can be found in the scriptures. Jesus himself said in John 6:63, "The words I have spoken to you are spirit and are life." This is the fruit of over 70 years of ministry by Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. Watchman Nee began his ministry in China in the 1920s and it continued until his imprisonment and eventual martyrdom in the 1970s. Witness Lee brought this ministry to the United States in 1962 and began speaking these life study messages in 1974, completing it in 1995. To find out more, you can visit our website, lifestudy.com. Again, that's lifestudy.com. Now, let's join today's program. For our wrestling is not against blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world rulers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenlies. That's Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. And this is Life Study of the Bible, and particularly the Life Study of Revelation with Witness Lee. And joining us today to discuss spiritual warfare is Dennis Agashi. Dennis, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Chris. Dennis, this warfare really does not begin in Revelation 12. That's correct. We see the seeds of it sown clear back in Genesis chapter 3. And, of course, the parallel here is quite striking. In Genesis 3, after the fall, of course, we see the woman. Yes. And we see a serpent, and we see a promised seed right. that the Lord said would crush the head of the serpent. Right. And now, in Revelation 12, we see these same three elements, but in an enlarged way. Right. The woman uh, from the singular woman from Genesis 3 has now become the bright universal woman. Yes. And the serpent has grown to now be this great red dragon. Right. Which we know is Satan about to be cast out from heaven. Mm -hmm. And the seed, not just the singular seed Jesus that would bruise the head of the enemy. Right. But really this corporate expression of Christ, the man-child. Quite a parallel here, Dennis. Quite an enlargement of these three. It really is. I think all the Christians are familiar, Chris, with man being made in God's image and having his likeness. But I think sometimes we forget about the second part. This man who was made in God's image also has God's dominion. One does not need dominion unless there is something to dominate over, unless there is an enemy there. The very creation of man implies that there is a warfare going on and that God needs man to defeat an enemy, his enemy, on the earth. Mm. So it's the challenging of that dominion which God had rightfully intended for his creation man correct. Uh, that has been the cause or the source of this warfare that has now raged throughout the ages. Isn't that something? Well, Dennis, let's look at a couple of these verses. I've selected not all of them but a few in Revelation 12 for our listeners. And a great sign was seen in heaven, a woman with child, and she cried out, travailing in birth and being in pain to bring forth. And another sign was seen in heaven, and behold, there was a great red dragon. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to bring forth, so that when she brings forth, he might devour her child. And she brought forth a son, a man-child. And her child was caught up to God and to his throne. And there was war in heaven. 
Michael and his angels went to war with the dragon, and the dragon warred and his angels, and they did not prevail. Neither was their place found any longer in heaven. And the great dragon was cast down, the ancient serpent, he who is called the devil and Satan, he who deceives the whole inhabited earth. And he was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast down with him. A powerful scene, Dennis, and we're going to get into it today. Let's go to Witness Lee. When I was young, oh, day after day, I was seeking to understand why, why, when the man-child got to the heavens, right away the war starts. Why? And why not the man-child fighting, but the archangel Michael takes the lead to fight? Why? Let me tell you. The man-child is the executor. The executor doesn't need to fight. Just to give the word. Then we have the fighting angels for us. Oh, the angels are serving us. Now you understand chapter 12? Would you be willing to be a part of that stronger part? You have to learn to deal with this subtle one. He's real. He's more than real. And all the angels are ready. <laughs> Manchild, come up and give the word. We'll carry it out. But, I say again, to be qualified to be there, to give the executing word, needs you to do it here on this earth. Satan, I would not let you go. I'll bind you. I'll defeat you. This is exactly what the Apostle Paul means in Ephesians 6.12. Paul said, we are wrestling, not with any human beings, blood and flesh. We are wrestling with whom? With the principalities, powers, darkness, spiritual wickedness in the heavenlies. These are the angels of Satan. And these are the leading angels of Satan. You have to realize Satan is a king. It's a usurping king. It's a self-entrunged king. And under him, he has his archangels. All these angels, archangels under Satan, are called the princes. In Daniel, you have the princes. And all these princes are the principalities, authorities in the air. While Daniel was praying there, some war was raging on. If we do mean business, to be the overcomers, to be the stronger part of the woman, to pray right away, the war is raging on. It is not a small thing. We have to pray. We have to pray to touch the throne of authority. Well, Dennis, in that section, of course, there was a kind of a call to be those who would be the stronger part of this woman. That's correct. The man-child that really ends up prevailing in this battle. 
whether or not we know it, Dennis, all Christians are going through a kind of qualification process today mm-hmm. to determine mm-hmm. whether or not we will be those who are fit to participate in this battle described in Revelation 12 that we've been hearing about. Only the stronger part of God's people, the man-child, will be there. Give us some practical help on how we can become those who are able to fight this battle against Satan today that will prepare us for that day described in Revelation 12. Chris, this thought of we being qualified today, I think, is really key to this whole section. As you said, we are being qualified, and today, if we want to defeat the enemy at that time, we have to defeat the enemy today. If we don't defeat the enemy practically today through prayer, then at that time when the battle comes, surely we will not be able to be used by the Lord to defeat the enemy. Brother Lee, in the message, in the speaking, said that the man-child today is the stronger part of the woman and that the man-child is the executor, dealing with the enemy, giving the command. The enemy has been pronounced defeated, uh, but now the Lord today is waiting for the man-child to execute this very judgment that he put on the enemy. And today, through our prayer touching not just general prayer, but the prayer touching the throne of authority, we become today the ones who are engaging in the battle. We are executing judgment on the earth today. This qualifies us, equips us, and perfects us to overcome, especially for this time in Revelation 12. Yeah, Dennis, we all realize, of course, uh, many times I think you hear people say in kind of an idle way, if Satan is God's enemy, why doesn't God just deal with him. Right. And we know God has the ability, the power, the, the authority, the strength to do just that. Mm-hmm. But for in his wisdom, in his eternal economy, he has destined that to be this man-child's role. That's correct. To be those who are participating in this event requires this certain exercise today. It just yes. uh, is not logical to think that we could be totally disengaged from the Christian life and the Christian warfare that exists in our living today and somehow expect to be in a conquering role in that day. That's correct. And it comes back, Chris, to our beginning of our broadcast. In Genesis, we see that man was created with the capacity to rule over. This is ruling over the enemy today, and this is our function as man. I was impressed here that this woman here is a sign, and I know from the beginning of the broadcast with Revelation, we see a sign is a symbol with spiritual significance. So you can see this whole picture in Revelation 12 presents to us a universal warfare. This mm-hmm. is what is going on today behind the scenes, the invisible behind the visible. Well, Dennis, there's a very encouraging verse in the midst of this saga, of this universal battle, that is the real behind-the-scenes focus of everything going on in the universe. And it's found in chapter 12, verse 11, uh, a well-known verse, I think, but interesting the context in which we find it. It says, And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony, and they loved not their soul life even unto the death. As we prepare to go back to Witness Lee, It's very critical that we emphasize again and again. We talk about we have to be engaged in this fight today, but it's never on the basis of our strength or what we're able to do ourselves. Let's go back to Witness Lee. Once when Satan will be defeated and cast out from heaven to earth, the heavens declare, saying, Now comes the kingdom of our God when the man-child will be there to the heavens. 
and Satan will be cast out of heaven to earth. That means what? That means the man-child will bring down the kingdom to the earth. We all have to realize in the Lord's prayer, we've been taught by him to pray, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. When? By the time when the man-child will be raptured to the heavens. By the time when Satan will be cast down from heaven to earth, that will be the time ready for the kingdom of God to come. Not on the kingdom. Here it says, also the salvation of our God. Let me check with you. Don't we have God's salvation? We have, but we have to realize the salvation which we have enjoyed is not in full yet. It's not to the uttermost. It is when the kingdom comes, we will be to the uttermost enjoying the salvation of God. And today, even the power of Christ, we have enjoyed to some extent, but not to the full extent. We have to wait till the kingdom of God comes to this earth then we will enjoy God's salvation to the uttermost and we will also participate in the power of Christ to the uttermost. We don't know how much that will be because we still haven't that much experience. You just wait. One day we, the overcomers, will be there to enjoy the salvation of God to the uttermost and to participate in the authority, the power of Christ to the uttermost. Now we are here. But then there we will be in the fulfillment of God's eternal purpose. Pray for this. Now we do see what is happening here. Praise the Lord. This is the divine Revelation. It's wonderful. It's simple, yet all-inclusive. It gives us a universal view of what is going on in this universe. I'm so happy that among so many important things and crucial matters in the second section of this book, the first one is this. This is the controlling vision. This should be the governing vision. As long as we see this, we know where we are. And we know what we have to do. And we know where we will be. Hallelujah! Dennis, the very thing that millions of Christians have prayed for again and again over the centuries, thy kingdom come, finally happens here in Revelation 12. Talk for a minute, if you would, about this last fellowship from Witness Lee, that with this controlling, governing vision, we know where we are, what we need to do, and where we will have to be. Uh, I think the intensity of our brother speaking shows us that in taking care of Christ, the experience is very fine and is very tender and is very intimate and very affectionate. But in taking care of God's enemy, it is not that way at all. 
we are transformed into a wrestler. <laughs> As Ephesians 6, we are right. transformed into a soldier, into a fighter uh, to defeat God's enemy practically today. And I think we can see your opening verse here in Revelation twelve eleven that we today can be the overcomers, not by our own merit, but because of the blood of the Lamb. Actually, the blood answers before God all the accusations in our conscience and gives us the victory. We don't need to be a great Christian, an overcoming, weighty believer to use the blood. The blood is applied to us in a very simple way with just a little faith. And we can overcome the enemy with such a small application of the Lord's blood. Then it goes on that the word of our testimony, this is our verbal declaration that the enemy is judged. And finally, we don't love our soul lives unto the death. All these items constitute practically in our experience the kingdom coming. Of course, we can see here the kingdom coming in verse 10 transpires after the rapture of the man-child the casting of Satan to the earth, and the declaration in the heaven. This is where the kingdom of God actually and practically comes. Dennis, that was a very marvelous balancing word. On the one hand, we're being stirred listening to witnessly speak that we have to rise up to be those who are engaging in this universal struggle that is right. so critical to God's accomplishment of his economy. But on the other hand, as you pointed out, how can we do this? It's only by the exercise of our little faith Yes, with the victory that Christ has already obtained right. as evidenced by his shed, poured out blood. Yes. And the application of that blood, that victory, just in the little faith that we possess, that's what defeats him. And this man-child is a corporate entity, all experiencing, all exercising their little faith. It defeats God's enemy. Well, Dennis, let's go back for our final section. God has a purpose to accomplish. And we have to fulfill God's purpose. Why we need to rapture to the heavens? Not for our heaviness, but for fulfilling His purpose. Amen. To execute God's sentence over His enemy. Amen. Rapture is not only for us. Rapture is for God's economy. Amen. God's enemy still there in the heavens. And this enemy has been judged. Who will be the one to go to the heaven to execute God's judgment? The angels don't have such a position because the angels are on the same level as Satan. God needs a man. And this man has a head. And this head was the man Jesus, the head of the mantle. He is the pioneer of all the overcomers. God needs such a man to execute his sentence over Satan. God has been waiting, expecting to have such a man Amen. till now. God still haven't got it. But one day, God will get it. Amen. I tell you, this man child will be delivered. And he will be raptured to heaven. God is waiting for us to be there. But if you are qualified to be there, you have to fight. Don't be indifferent. You better make up your mind and right away preach to this enemy. You better tell him, Satan. I have been deceived by you for years. 
I shouldn't be any longer indifferent. You are my enemy. You are not only God's enemy, you are my enemy. I'd like to tell you what I'm going to do with you, Satan. I'll be absolute to my Lord. I will never listen to you. It is not altogether not for our happiness. It is for God's purpose. Oh, our God has a purpose. And he's waiting. The some of us, if not all, could be the overcomers. The man child to go to the heaven to execute his sentence over his enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, what a privilege. Praise the Lord. I am in the position to be an overcomer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now you realize why right after the mantel raptured to the heavens, the world starts. Dennis, two things that he said there, I made note of two that both touched me very much. One was, of course, what a privilege. Not even the angels have yes. such a privilege. And then an earlier comment he mentioned uh, about rapture. Rapture is not primarily for us. Rapture is for God's economy, for the accomplishment of his eternal purpose, which can only really be carried out by this man, Jesus, who is the head of the man-child. Uh, I want to emphasize this point again. We're not talking about what we can accomplish on our strength or in right. our might. But the day will come when God gains this man, child, constituted with the Lord Jesus. Yes. What are your final comments today? You know, it's interesting, Chris, you brought up this matter of the angels. You know, with today's atmosphere of the enthrallment of angels, uh, actually the Bible reveals that the angels are our servants. It's very easy to get wrapped up in this whole kind of angelic atmosphere and miss the main point. Actually, the main point of the Bible is not angels. It's man right. and man overcoming God's enemy, man representing God in God's image, man having God's dominion, and ultimately man in Revelation becoming the man-child who is raptured not for man's happiness, not for man's own enjoyment, not for man's pleasure, but for God's strategy and God's economy and God's purpose, that is to defeat his enemy on the earth, that his kingdom could come in a place where there is no obstacles. And this is the marvelous point here in the book of Revelation to see. If you check with so many believers today, rapture is just the personal ecstasy. Actually, the real meaning of rapture is for God's economy and for God's purpose on the earth. Well, of course, that's not to say that it won't be uh, all of those positive things yes. for us, but that's not the goal, the that's focus. Correct. The focus must be God's need. God's purpose, yes. the accomplishment of his eternal goal. This is what I think you and I are, are both captivated about uh, under the ministry of Brother Lee. It, it just brings us into God's heart and to God's interests. The real significance of the rapture is that it really does defeat God's enemy. The man-child is produced. God has been waiting for this. Here is the universal vision. Here is the war going on. And this is our goal. Our goal in life is not to do this or that. Our goal in life is to be part of this man-child, Chris, that we could overcome, we could defeat the enemy, and we could be part of God's kingdom. Dennis, I uh, was thinking as we were listening to his speaking there, particularly at the end where he was so strong, so exercised. That was spoken in 1976, right at the end. If my math is correct, that means he was about 70 years old. If you can imagine a 70-year-old 
that energized, that invigorated, and I would say that vital in the interests of God's needs on the right. earth. This right. was the kind of person that he was as our pattern. And yes. uh, I almost felt sorry for anyone who maybe tuned in in the midst of that and couldn't, have, <laughs> couldn't hear the program in its entirety. The right. context meant everything there. Yes. But I think to those of you listening who were able to hear the whole thing there certainly was a blessing available. Dennis, thank you for your participation. Thank you. We're out of time. Let me leave you with our toll-free number and invite you to call us. It's 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Our mailing address, Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. For Dennis Agashi today, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. The focus of Living Stream is the works of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two co-laborers with the Lord in China in the first half of the 20th century. After World War II, Witness Lee brought this ministry first to Taiwan, then later to North America, and eventually to the entire world. For more than 20 years, he spoke these life study messages, unveiling how each book of the Bible shows God's eternal plan. God, through Christ, wants to dispense his life and nature into redeemed man so that man would become God's expression, enlargement, counterpart, and habitation. These studies go far beyond mere doctrine and unveil a personal, practical, and experiential Christ. In these short 26-minute programs, we summarize and condense Witness Lee's rich speaking. But to enjoy all the riches in these messages, we hope you'll visit our website at lifestudy.com. There, you can read all of the Life Study messages absolutely free of charge. You can even create your own Life Study reading schedule or download more Life Study audio programs just like this one, and all at no cost. Again, the website, lifestudy.com. Thanks for listening.